Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer. I am very passionate about helping others to achieve an abundant life fueled by spiritual principles and emotional balance. In this podcast series, we delve into spiritual self-care. Yes, we will explore exercising our minds and bodies, but more importantly, we will discuss strengthening our inner being, embracing God's love, and being filled by the fullness of God. As you take this journey with us, we want to inspire possessing your authentic selves and happiness. Welcome home. Before we begin, I want to share our wonderful PSAs. You should be quite versed in our PSAs. Here we go. Please subscribe to our channel in your music app of choice. And if you don't know where we are, please go to a healing piece slash listen hyphen to hyphen podcast and find your music app. We're there and we want to be heard. Also, leave us a review. Don't forget to share with your friends and family. Go ahead. Join us in putting out inspiring vibe by sharing our inspiring content. Thank you for listening to our wonderful PSAs. I do want to share that we had an incredible workshop. I was so tempted to read a review by one of our participants. But I was like, oh, I'll be nice. You guys ain't here all day. So I changed my mind. But just know this, ladies, this May, we will have our second workshop. And oh, 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 it's going to be good. We will dive into embracing our true identity while dismissing those webs of lies that are thrown at us. See what I'm saying? Don't that sound good? You thriving as yourself, not being consumed by lies and falsehood, but in that truth, you don't want to miss us in May. Okay, I'll be honest, you guys. I got so hyped about our workshop and interviewing Shauna that I forgot to bring awareness to the fact that our little podcast has reached a milestone. We have passed the 100-episode mark. This is, in fact, episode 102. Can you believe it? 102 episodes of goodness for your soul and spirit. Even though we hit 100, we still have great content in store for you for the remainder of this year. With a hundred episodes behind us, we press forward. How we gonna press forward? Well, let us go ahead and finally jump into today's episode. For those who have been with us for quite some time, you know that after our wonderful interview, we decide to pull together all that good information into our tools and tips episode. Yes, we do. And yes, it's that time. This episode, we will highlight all the good information shared in our interview 
with uh, our self-love empowerment coach, Shauna. She shared so much information. And I'll be honest, it sure did take a sister some time to pull these tips together. But we did it. And I'm about to share them. Tip number one. Well, before I get to the tip, we're going to have a look. We're going to have a little conversation. Look, we'll talk about some of the things that she expressed. And that is, Shauna expressed that it is okay for us to pursue a journey where we are loving ourselves. She requested that we find out what self-love means to us. That is, means to you. Be cautious. That you do not label yourself as being selfish. Mm -hmm. Rather, self-love is an opportunity to determine who you are. And for those of faith, it's remembering whose you are. Yes, we were created from God's image. And in his image, And in who he is as God and God being love, he has poured out love within us. So it makes sense that we should embrace the love that he's provided by embracing the love that's within us. Can I say what? Yes. Therefore, to begin this process of learning how to embrace love, Learning how to look and grow within, basically, it requires that we take time for ourselves. Which means this are tip number one. Tip number one, give yourself a 15-minute timeout. During this timeout period, you are doing something to help your overall being. This may be walking without devices, doing breathing exercises. We had a great episode last year about biblical meditation. We had a yoga instructor on this show and she talked about us being able to breathe. And in fact, she's doing her own little podcast. Next time when she's ready, I'm going to definitely share what she's talking about. But also in this 15 minute timeout, you express to your friends and family to not interrupt you. You may spend this time in uninterrupted praying. If you're lucky, you might be able to take a hot bath. But whatever you decide, it is your time to decompress and tend to your emotional need. Yes, tip number one, take a time out for yourself. Okay, now, I loved how Shauna stated that it takes courage to love and to love yourself. How can we start this journey of loving ourselves healthily? Well, this leads into tip number two, which is permit yourself to look within. Now, this tip is a complement to tip number one because As you're taking your decompressed time, you may begin to reflect on your day, your behaviors, and your emotions. This is perfectly normal. 
because you're finally giving yourself time to process and relax, even if it's just for 15 minutes. Allow yourself the freedom to delve deeper into who you are. During this period, you may find yourself being stuck in those emotions and experiences. I don't know how many times <laughs> that whole 15 minutes I'm thinking about, well, she did this, and, well, that happened, and oh, that made me mad, and da 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 Yeah. And when that happens, sometimes it is okay to reach out to others for more support. You may enlist a coach, a therapist, or another objective person who can walk beside you during your journey. And you're saying, but Kimari, it was just 15 minutes. I understand, and that totally makes sense. In this particular case, it's dealing with those thoughts and emotions that come up every 15 minutes. So if every day you stuck on that same 15-minute situation experience or emotion or thought, again, those are the times where it's okay to enlist more support so that you're not cycling through the same emotion, the same thoughts, and remaining in a place of hurt or remaining in a place of confusion or disappointment. And sometimes we just need an objective pers person or perspective to help us think of our situation in a new light. If you've been with us in the, in the for a while, you know that we've had previous episodes where we talked about finding your safe people. Well, we're going to keep talking about that. And this leads to our next step. Let me rephrase our next tip, which is find the support that you need. As you search for this support, they should provide an environment where you can be uncensored, safe, and not judge. Also, and this is the important piece, your support should be able to provide feedback and insistence in examining your emotions and thoughts. They should assist in uncovering your false core beliefs. Now, there's another method to assist with uncovering false core beliefs. Before I proceed with another method, I'm going to take a step back and describe in a little bit more detail what in the world are those false core beliefs? False core beliefs. Ooh, tongue twister. Well, they are mostly deeply held assumptions about ourselves, the world, and others. They are the root cause of many, and I mean many, of our problems, which include our automatic negative thoughts. Earn those negative thoughts. Well, how do we get to the truth? It first begins with being self-aware. In this self-awareness, it actually leads to our next tip. Tip number four. Which is, reflect on situations where you had a positive outcome. As you are reflecting, you're actually spending time being self-aware. This is a great exercise. I want you to pause for a moment and think through a time where you had a 
positive outcome or overcame adversity. I'm going to go back in time a little bit and bring up the podcast where I discuss how I had the false core belief of not being smart enough. It was fueled by a, a teacher who was not supportive and, and then that became something else and that became something else. And then lo and behold, as I was an adult, it came out in my job. And and during that period with my job, it was horrendous. I talked about boohooing in front of my boss and feeling incompetent. All those things that happened really did fuel that false core belief that I was not smart enough. However, in that experience, I learned how to rely on God. My faith was deepened. I discovered new friends who supported me on the journey. I learned from my mistakes and I approached my boss differently, basically with a little bit more respect. Lastly, at the right time, yes, he did. God provided a new position where I excelled and had more pay. More pay, more pay. Why am I saying all this? Well, in that situation of adversity, I did think that I was not smart enough. But if I completely embraced it, I wouldn't have looked for new employment. I didn't, I wouldn't have thought that I could advance in my career. But I did. And how did I advance? Relying on God building my faith and confidence, and receiving support. So even though, again, this was a crazy situation, I don't recommend it for anybody, but despite the obstacles, I ended up having a positive outcome. In the midst of it, I discovered my strengths during the process. For you guys, as you reflect on your positive outcomes, you too will begin to identify your strengths and begin to kick the false core beliefs to the curb. Can I say get a stepping, get a stepping? That's what I'm talking about. Tip number five is actually a continuation from tip number four, which is transforming your mindset. As you embrace your strengths, live from a more empowered space. Living in an empowered place will help you to make different life decisions. You are permitting yourself to live the life that God has designed for you. In this life, you will outgrow your own old mindset. Yes, you will. You are going to embrace your wholeness and while doing so operating from a space where you can give and receive freely to emphasize your new mindset and empowerment here we go tip number five transforming your mindset post the strengths that you identified and tip number four throughout your home 
visually be reminded of your true identity. Now, I'm going to be honest with you because it does happen. You will have moments where you feel like you fail. And I can contest that some days are better than others. But the fact is that even though we're not perfect, and even though we're going to make mistakes, and even though some days feel like we took 10 steps backwards, it's like a, it's a feeling. Well, this leads me to tip number six. And that is to celebrate the victories. Notice the small things and celebrate those wins. Remember, the small changes lead to your overall goal. When we are not allowing ourselves to see our growth, we become fixated on being perfect. What happens when we're not achieving perfection? Mm -hmm. First, we impact those around us because we have unrealistic expectations. Second, we become overwhelmed by our false sense of failure. Third, we just finally give up because we think we will not become that ideal person. Can I say too much pressure? Yes. Instead of giving into that perfectionism, celebrate your victories, small and big. Now, if you've been with me for a while, you know that normally I like to give 10 tips. However, as we were working through all this, I personally became the, began to get overwhelmed. I was like, whoo, this is some work. And this leads me to our final tip, that being work your plan. To grow in self-love and getting back to your true identity requires work. It requires a commitment. I'm going to tell you that if we're not implementing steps one through six, if we're not taking time for ourselves, if we're not being reminded of our strengths, if we're not celebrating our victories, then we're going to stop our self-love journey. Why? Because we're going to be consumed with the work. I don't want that for you guys. I want you to be victorious. I want you to be able to see your personal development and growth. I want you to embrace who you were created to be. And in order to do that, it's so important to put the previous steps into practice. And when you do it, you'll be thriving. You'll thrive on your self-love journey. And one of the things that Shauna stated a couple of times was she was trying to help us to know that when we are on this journey, that it's not about pushing everyone else aside and ignoring those around us or our relationships. It's not about pampering ourselves to the point that we become self-indulgent, but it really is about finding your authentic selves and coming back to a place to how you were created in God's image. And in his image, he created us 
being filled with love. He created us understanding his truth, being able to overcome challenges. He created us in a way that will bring glory to him. And when I'm thinking about glory, it, it, it's nothing small. It, it's nothing like a little, little peon or something. But glory is majestic. It is it's massive. It's huge. It, it illuminates. It cultivates. It takes over. And that's who God created us to be in his image, that who we are shines brightly on others. And again, as I share all these things and as Shauna was with me on the interview, yes, work is involved. But I would love for you to write down again your victories and look at who you're becoming. Recently, and as I've been on my own journey, where I was a year ago, two years ago, pales into comparison to where I'm at right now. And that was because I was willing to allow God to keep filling me with his presence while I walked through transforming my mind and transforming how I respond to my experiences. I could go on forever. I saw myself about to do it. But I just want to encourage you guys that, again, self-love is about self-care. And in that self-care, as I stated in the intro show, it's about us receiving God's love and taking care of what he is sending our way to the point that it overflows and impacts other people's lives. It is not about I'm receiving and then I keep it to myself. It's about receiving and giving back so that he can be glorified by who we are as people. And I'll tell you when I talk to people and they, they hear some of the things that I'm doing, they're like, wow, yeah, that's not the same person I knew before. And all I can say is, is God living in me? That's all I can say. Again, I'm giving him back his glory. So ladies, I hope you enjoyed these tips. Take them on. Take your time with them. You don't have to do everything overnight. Come up with an action plan that makes sense. And just go for it. Okie dokie. I will see you next week because we're going to keep on talking about some good stuff. Have a good one.